What a brilliant day Team GB have had in Tokyo. Three gold medals, two silvers as well. Congratulations to Alex Yee for his triathlon silver and Lauren Williams for hers in taekwondo. But the golds, they just amaze me. I used to love mountain biking. I would cycle so far each end uh, each weekend. But what Tom Pidcock was doing to win his gold today, it's another level. I'd come flying off. Have you seen it? Rocks like from some far-flung planet they're going over. Then there's Adam Peaty. Olympic gold five years ago with his breaststroke and five years later, he's still the best in the world. How do you keep at the top of your game like that? Particularly over the last year. And then what can anyone say about Tom Daly? Now, I'm not forgetting his partner, Matty Lee, winning gold at his first attempt, but I remember interviewing Tom Daly 13 years ago when he came back from his first Olympics in Beijing. He was just 14. Then he went again four years later in London and four years after that in Rio. So after two bronzes, he goes again this morning. Fourth Olympics, finally gets that gold. I love, I love that determination. Never give up. Keeping going. At a sport I could never do. Can't even dive in from the side. If it strikes a chord with you, if there's something that you've achieved after years and years of trying, years of knockbacks... Shout proud this afternoon. Tell me about it. Abby, what have you finally achieved after these years of trying? Well, I'm finally a student nurse. How long have you been trying to be one, Abby? Since I was 18. So a long, long time, 12 years. (laughs) 12 years of trying and finally you get it. Well done. And such a rewarding thing as well. Yes, I'm extremely proud. So I'm I'm extremely proud of myself as well. Um, I started last year right in the middle of COVID. It was horrendous, but it was like being thrown into the deep end and was either sink or swim, so that was it. And how's the first year gone? Has it been everything you hoped and imagined it would be? Yes, yeah. So it's been a lot of work, lots of hours late night. I've got children, so it's a lot of late night hours till one o'clock in the morning, but it's absolutely worth it. Hey, well, Abby, there are plenty of people that wish that you could have a gold medal around your neck and on a podium, seriously. So well done, you. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Ali says, after smoking for 39 years, I finally managed to stop with no nicotine replacement, just stopped on 28th of December 2019. I've never looked back. Very proud of myself. Stephen says, passed my driving test. Five years, three tests. Keep going. I've got to be honest, there's plenty of people that have got in touch today about driving tests and finally getting there. Uh, Charlie, tell us what you kept on going at. So, um, I got my um, pilot's licence for hot air balloons. Oh, wow. um, It's been a childhood dream of mine, you know, ever since I was a kid, always going to Bristol Balloon Fiesta and things like that. Charlie, um, how long does it take to get a licence to fly a hot air balloon? I wouldn't even know where to start. Well, normally it takes the average person to... um, Two years, that's what it normally takes. But um, with the lockdown and everything and weather setting me back and my hours lapsing, which means, you know, they run out of time. Yeah. Um, it just dragged on forever and ever and ever. Um, I bought my own balloon as well um, when I was 18. And then that eventually um, died and was uh, not allowed to fly no more. Yeah. Um, so, so that set me back again. So, yeah, so everything just 
wasn't in my favour at all. But during the lockdown last year, I managed to um, get flying and achieve my licence in September last year. So. And how long did that take again in total? Uh, it took me six years. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, Charlie, fantastic. I'm going to look forward to uh, seeing you on some kind of big National Geographic show very soon above some African plane somewhere. Oh, yeah, no, that would definitely be a dream of mine one day. So, yeah, no, that's brilliant. (laughs) What threats are you using with your kids at the moment? I ask uh, because I think we are in need of a new one. 26th of July today, five months' time. It'll be Boxing Day. Presents will be done, there's a thought. Uh, but yesterday, the calendar didn't stop my wife from using poor old Father Christmas as a threat. It's July! As our three-year-old was playing up, poor old Rocco, reminded by Natalie that Santa's watching. I don't doubt for a minute that he is. But she's gone a bit early with that, don't you think? It's July. Santa's an old guy these days. I hope he's resting up with some cold drink right now. Not watching toddlers at the back end of July. So this is why I think we need a new threat. Uh, Ryan says, you'll stay at your nan's tonight. That's what I used to have used. Loved my nan, but hell, it was boring, says Ryan. Don't know whether that would wash um, here. He he loves his nan. Uh, Laura says, I will unplug the TV. Actually have it on a remote control power socket so I can just click it off from another room. That is inspired. I'm going to look into the tech on that one, please. Sasha says, we played the polo game in the car. Should work at home. Give them all a polo mint. Tell them that the one that lasts longest in their mouth wins a pound. An hour of silence for a pound is well worth it. It's a good idea. Polos with toddlers, not so sure. Uh, Jack says, well, points out quite rightly, it's all different with ages. Primary school son, right, that's it. I'm phoning Mrs. Insert head teacher's name. To the secondary school son, I'll tell you mates. Differing thefts. I bet they both work. Francesca, tell us what's been going on with you. Uh, we went to Wild Bud in Kent today and um, there was reindeer and my three-year-old son was having a meltdown and I, he, I said, stop it, the sand was watching. He said, where? <laughs> and I said, his house pointing to the reindeer shed. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Oh, yeah, it definitely works. This is, this is the other thing that maybe I haven't considered. I haven't considered this, that um, actually plenty of people are using Santa as a thing right now, and maybe yeah. I'm the person that's wrong, and it actually is legitimate <laughs> in July. Yeah, that's fine. It's only five months, but it's fine. Sam tweets and says, Santa threats all year round. There are sensors in the house. Uh, They may look like burglar alarms, but the kids think they are actually the lights for Santa's crew watching. I did not know that he was able to do that. That's a very clever threat. Colin has emailed, my wife and I threatened to (laughs) lick their faces. Absolutely horrifies them when they'll do anything. It works really well if you threaten to do it in front of their friends. There is a downside of actually having to do it occasionally. Colin, that's grim. (laughs) Might come to it, though. Uh, Ian, tell us about your threat. What is it? Sir, the birthday monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just, you're on the phone. We just need to check that we heard that right. The birthday monkey. What what does this do? It just makes sure you feel more Santa's busy between January and November. He comes and watches you when you like and making sure you're you're behaving. <laughs> so does this mean you've had to invest 
in a monkey as well then or yeah, is, is the birthday monkey teddy, invisible yeah. yeah he's invisible yeah or, or you should get a little birthday monkey like a little monkey teddy that they don't know about <laughs> whack it on a shelf or something and they'll be like whoa <laughs> I am going to go home and invest in a birthday monkey and it's, it's a genius idea love it I'm telling you, I'm selling it to Disney and everything. Helen says, my daughter, who's now 29, was terrified of cows. Uh, so when she'd wander off in the supermarket, I'd just shout, cows are coming! Did the trick every time, still hates them. And Laura says, thank you very much. My kids were just pausing their bickering long enough to hear you mention and remind them that Santa is watching. The house is now silent. <laughs> we have learnt about so many new sporting heroes today. Lauren Williams, Tom Pidcock, Alex Yee, Matty Lee, and said hello again to some older ones as well, Adam Peaty and Tom Daly. What do they all have in common? A taxi driver. Most often family, but not always, but without fail, somebody who was dropping them off to practice and waiting patiently outside in the rain and the cold, just hoping that one day their fare might have their time in the spotlight. If that is you right now, maybe you've done that trip earlier today, still to come this evening, let us know. That's what this is all about. Become a member of the Hometime Taxi Club tonight. Darren is hanging on. Darren, who are you running around? What's going on? Um, this morning I done the early shift to the swimming club for my son and daughter. So that's a five o'clock set off, come back at half seven. Oh, and then the wife takes over on the evening and takes them up between half five tonight and half seven tonight. So Darren, that is that is two trips for the kids a day, which is this is this is hardcore. Yeah. What are you what are you doing between five and seven when they're in the pool? Well, before when restrictions on, I used to get the uh, blanket out and try and have a sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now, now we're allowed back in the pool, yeah. in the spectator gallery. Um, I check social media, and sometimes I even get that bored. I do a little bit of work. Do you know what? But sitting by the side of a swimming pool, I wouldn't need a blanket to fall asleep. It's so hot in there, so you can still get the sleep going, fella. Yeah, yeah, we've been outside, you see, so I've been stuck in the car, we weren't allowed in over the winter months. Yeah. So so sleeping in a car in the northeast of England at half five in the morning is a bit... Uh... <laughs> it's a non-starter. I'm sure the kids appreciate it. Give them a mention. What are their names? Lewis and Emily. Future stars. Darren, thank you very much. OK. Uh, Melvin, I guess, has got in touch uh, to actually hand back his membership. He says, the home time taxi for the past two years came to an end on Friday last week. My stepplad is a chef in Toaster and has just passed his driving test last week. No more pickups at 9pm, 10pm or 11pm for us. Melvin, I love your optimism. There might not be pickups uh, just from work, uh, but trust me, he's got that freedom. Yeah, you haven't had your last pickup yet. It'll be to come in time, but Melvin, trust me, you've still got some more in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> 